0: Do you know what FOMO is? I know it's really, really interesting. Want to know how to use it and the power of social media for, say, your next event and make it a roaring success? Uh, Well, stay tuned as we have the number one FOMO expert with us today. And she's going to give you lots of top tips and more. If you're looking for the latest social media updates and news,
1: or you want some handy tips and tools to help your business with digital, well, stay tuned for the Let's Get Social show with myself, Philip Twyford, digital specialist,
0: and me, Emer Duffy, social media consultant and trainer. So let's jump into today's show.
1: Happy Friday, Emer, or should I say, Happy National Astronaut Day.
0: Well, I always knew you were a bit of a space cadet, Mr. Yeah. T.
1: Up there with the stars. Did you ever yeah, want to be an astronaut plan, Planet Philip, you
0: know? isn't it? Is it Planet Philip, is it?
1: Best planet of the place. <laughs> Did you ever want to be it's an astronaut?
0: <laughs> Sorry?
1: Did you ever want to be an astronaut? Flying a rocket? Oh, the look,
0: I there's lots of things I wanted to be, but, you know, had well, to be realistic, because, you know? Because
1: we have our special guest with us, before mm. we give you the introduction, making. What did you want to be when you when you were a little girl? Did you did yeah. you always want to be a FOMO creator? Or?
2: <laughs> I to wanted think. to be a singer. I wanted to be an actor, um, and uh, and then I wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> oh,
1: wow! <what> a <laughs> well,
2: you could be an all singing, dancing, and uh,
0: legal, legal yeah.
1: lawyer. Lawyer, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I wanted to be? I wanted to be. a... No. Con- I wanted to be a canadian mountie and i also uh, no. want to be one of the police oh, no, from no. chips remember chips remember chips yeah police? Yes. i wanted to be i wanted to wear those those boots and beyond the harley davidson
0: okay that's too much information Sorry. it's in my head now and that's going to be like with me for the rest of the day thanks okay <laughs> moving oh. on
1: oh. moving on quick <laughs>
0: Oh, you're going to say like one of like Starsky and Hutch or something, you know?
1: Oh, well, I like that, but maybe yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yeah, let's move it today? on. Quick.
0: Oh, if she's still sitting here, she's making a run for it now. Um, she's got her motorbike sitting there, ready to go. Um, so on the show today, we are delighted to be joined. Ah, oh, but the most, uh, she's back actually. She is. Yeah. Back. Yeah, she is the FOMO creator. Maybe she had a bit of FOMO about our show and had to come back. Huh? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll ask her with that. Absolutely. King King, yeah. yeah. So May King, and you have to call her May King. Uh, it's, I don't know, she'd have a little, you know, double-barrely hyphen. hyphen. Yeah, hyphen, yeah. Yes, hyphen. So anyway, um, yeah, moving on. Uh, She's her expertise and her talents, you know. I mean, it's a talent to be able to do what she does, to help conferences, Absolutely. Workshops, festivals, yeah, festivals. I've been one of those in ages. And summits to sell out by generating live social media content, buzz, excitement, and a few laughs, I must add, um, beyond the four walls of your venue or your field or whatever else you have. Uh, she's a whiz at getting hashtags to trend, and she's helped hashtags trend in Australia, Ireland, UK, US, planet, Philip, and everywhere else. Welcome. Yeah
1: making time. Let's get
0: social. <laughs> How are you? Yes. How are you both? It's so good to be back. Great to have you <laughs> back, oh, May King. God love me, you know. So.
1: Yes, uh it's a uh, it's wonderful to have you back, May King. Definitely check out the the previous show that we did a couple of years ago with May King. Uh loads of great mm. tips on FOMO and we're going to get yeah. more insights oh. with yourself today. Um and <laughs> for <laughs> our <laughs> listeners, for our listeners, the great thing is that May King is going to oh. be with us for two shows. So um, yeah, so lucky her. <laughs> tune in next week again for part two. And obviously, if you've missed any of the previous uh. shows, they're all up on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes and Spotify. And of course, the Dublin South FM website.
0: Yes, indeed. And if video is your thing, then head over to YouTube because you can catch the three of us there. Yeah, we will be there um, for you to see us. And you can leave a comment, ring that bell, subscribe. And yeah, do definitely leave a comment and let us know if there's a question that you aren't too sure about or you'd like expanded upon or you'd like us to turn it into a show. You can even message May King and ask her through that with a comment, yeah. you know, and we'll pass it on to her. So um yeah. Exactly.
1: There you go. And uh yeah, so uh so I think let's dive in, Emir. Let's let's put the FOMO expert you on the You forgot one other
0: bit. Spot. You forgot.
1: I did forget, didn't I? Yeah, the email. May King holds that thought. Um
0: one of us has to know what we're doing here.
1: Yes. Uh, you see, I've just been, I, I have fear of missing out on May King's insights uh, that I forgot to say that yes if you, you have any ideas for future shows, you can email us on inquiries at double May
0: King, Sorry, what are you doing for the next 52 weeks? You know, because <laughs> I think looks like I need a new partner and cry. She needs
1: a new partner. So you just can't handle this unprofessional. Uh,
0: no, <laughs> no, no. So anyway. One of us has to get on with the show. (laughs) So, May King, before we really deep dive, how are you these days?
2: Do you know, I'm doing really living well. Thank you so much for asking. Um, Good. Since the uh, pandemic, we all got a little mm. bit zoomed out, didn't we? A little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah. And uh, some of us are on the uh, slow recovery. Some of us are recovering faster than others. Uh, but uh, I am back on track uh, after a That's little blip uh, towards the end of uh, last year. But yes, uh, just like everybody, um, you know, we're all uh, getting back to uh, our normal selves, if not better than ever for so thank you for asking Doing me well great because
0: i think you we all value like you know we all took things for granted we're all at different things like remember we we were at the andrew and pete event in newcastle and you know we we think that holy cow do you know what i mean all this Mm -hmm. happened and you know then you start to appreciate things and uh some people appreciate some things more than others hint hint Mr. C. Um, uh, He he does have something for you later. I know that um, which I had tried to ban. But on this occasion, I'm going to let him, uh, you know, uh, give it a go. But if anybody wants to know what that is, they have to stay tuned for later. So. King King, can I ask you (laughs) (laughs) something to get the story and the ball rolling as um, when it comes to FOMO, Maybe you can explain what that is and uh, when it comes to events and social media.
2: Absolutely. So uh, for those of you who are not down with the kids, um, if you were to Google it, it will tell you that it means a fear of missing out. And in business and for charities, for fundraising, if you've got a cause you want to promote, you've got a book product or service, it's actually a good thing. So if you were to Google it, it will tell you that FOMO uh, means a fear of missing out. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is anxiety, that um, an interesting event that may be happening elsewhere, often Mm -hmm. aroused by posts seen on social media. And in Mm -hmm. a personal setting, we've all done it. We've all doom uh, uh, scrolled, doom scrolled. And we've had a luck and we've got a little bit jealous of our friends and family. Oh, they've got another car. Oh, they've upgraded the new house. Oh, they've got their mm. new design dress, or whatever it is. And we feel a little mm. bit sad. But in business, it's a positive thing. We want to get our lurkers, because let's face it, we've all got lurkers on social media, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. We want to get our lurkers so buzzed and excited that they just cannot wait to get into your DMs And work with you or find out more from you or take the next, you know, their next step in their journey along with you, no matter where they are uh, on that journey. So Mm. um, I've been creating FOMO uh, for my own business since 2009, actually. No. Uh, And then um, you must have been like five. Yeah, five. You're by five then, weren't you? No. No, it's my 50th year this year. Celebrating my 50th. Jeez, what, it's the, the Chinese jeans. Uh What? It's all the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. It's well, all the tea. Yes.
1: You don't look fifty. Making I tell you. So um,
2: oh, keep doing stop whatever it. you're doing. You know? <laughs> Um, so anyway, I've been creating FMO since 2009 uh, and been doing it for um, myself. Then clients are coming on board and saying, can you do that for me as well? And I said, yeah, yeah. sure, no problem. And so that's what I've been doing uh, for uh, for events, for products, for charities um, yeah. and uh, all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it's,
1: funny. Very, it's very interesting, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, um, like
0: that kind of happened to me. You know, I started doing social media management and and Philip was doing at the same time. And um, it was just somebody kept coming to me and asking me, go, show me this and show me that. And you kind of go, yeah, okay." And then all of a sudden, you know, um, and I've done social media at events. Philip, you've done it as well. And Um, it's a fast paced place to be. Yeah, Yeah, you can't be drinking too much cups of tea. You know
1: no it's a <laughs> it, it is a very fast pace of uh, like like something that you mentioned there about lurkers and uh, making that i just wanted to maybe get your thoughts on is i uh, like definitely within within ireland and like especially on channels like maybe like linkedin mm-hmm. i think there's quite a mentality of of being a lurker. it's not a bad thing. It's just, I suppose, that people kind of like to watch. We're all nosy, doing. Philip, We're all nosy, but might hmm. not necessarily be engaging with, with content. Yeah. Like, do you, from your experience making, do you find that, whether it be in different countries or certain industries, is there more lurkers in a particular niche than another niche or is it kind of across the board or is there any kind of clues as to channels that might have more lurkers on them, etc.
2: That's a great question. Uh, and um, my clients have uh, varied uh, from digital marketing to um, AI, uh, the maritime industry, uh, yeah. young leaders in cricket. So uh, young people mm-hmm. are in uh, yeah. their local cricket club. Um, so it's not strictly to, you know, one particular industry and there are lurkers across the board. So as you know, Ema, as you know, Philip, we often tell our clients when it comes to social media, it's not about your look, lur- you know, it's not about your fans or your followers. Don't get obsessed with those vanity mm-hmm. metrics. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need, we do need to create content for the lurkers to let mm-hmm. them th- know that when the time is right for them, then they'll get back to us. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've, I've, um, I've delivered um, FOMO creating for all sorts of um, you know manners of industries and and different um, uh, different events and non-events and and all sorts and uh, quite often people you know will say to you know my client or to to myself oh, I've been watching your stuff for you know for a while and um, you know I think my one of my clients had been liking on my stuff for two years. <laughs> One yeah. of my clients saw my stuff of an afternoon and directly wanted to engage with me. So it really varies, mm. um, but it's all the same across all different industries. I think the yeah. point is, is that uh, we do need to show up. We do need to, you know, create that content that gets our lurkers buzzed and excited so that when the time is right for them, then they'll come into your DMs and say, I want to find out more about you. So mm-hmm. the the piece, the real piece uh, to in order to generate that buzz and excitement, that FOMO, is to create content for lurkers like, um, you know, behind the scenes stuff, showcasing that you are a leader in your field. Um, telling the world about your amazing clients you know and how um how happy they are in the work that you've delivered for them you know don't shy away from that we need to tell our lurkers that we are really good at what we do and that will help them um to make an informed decision when the time is right for them
1: yeah no it makes sense it's a good way to lead on to this this next question making because now that sort of i suppose we were thankfully out of the the COVID mm. lockdown, all of that, more live events are now popping up. We're getting back to great. In person, get out of the house. <laughs> um, absolutely. It's great to meet people again. Um, yeah. Like for an event organizer, based on your experience, how can they start to create FOMO for their event?
2: Well, um, they need to hire the the best <laughs> actor, yes. right here, right now. <laughs> but apart from that <laughs> Yes, definitely. Um no, seriously, um it FOMO works alongside your current marketing strategy. Um and you know Whatever you're doing on social media, on your emails, your newsletters, Mm. you're picking up the phone, you're um, networking, meeting people for coffee or a cup of tea, face to face, whatever it is you're doing, keep doing that which is amazing, but we need uh-huh. to do a bit more. We need to do a lot more actually, because the fact that there are lurkers, those lurkers are making an informed decision as to mm-hmm. whether they want to purchase from you or not. So you need to get them so buzzed and excited. You want to mm-hmm. get them so buzzed and excited that they do not want to miss out. Uh, and so um, I call this a three-pronged strategy where you've got uh, in the lead up to the event, that's what I call pre-FOMO so you yeah. need to create some great content that shows people what, they, what they're what they going to be missing out on, showing people behind yeah. the scenes of what's involved uh, to showcase um, just how much care and attention you as an event organizer has taken mm. to actually develop and create this event. So that's yeah. pre-FOMO. Uh, and uh, and you can definitely create a lots of pre-FOMO by, I mean, I've been hired by uh, lots of clients to um, interview people. That's the best yeah. way. You know, it's all well, you as an event organizer telling the world, you should come to my event because it's freaking amazing. But wouldn't it be better if you, let people in and let people see a little sneaky peek a little sneaky insight into what's in store yeah. so interviewing speakers sponsors um influencers so people who've attended your event uh, mm. and are back for more you know they're all influencers they're having yes. community across the socials interviewing those kind of people um and um and getting those testimonials from people from who went to your last events and showcasing yeah. that as well mm. so that forms a big part pre-fomo forms mm. a huge part of trying to get people to buy tickets and you know and get them on the day and then you've got live fomo so this is the bit where um, you, may, you know you've seen me uh, at mm-hmm. Andrew and Pizza creating mm-hmm. my magic there uh, and uh, my personal best for a client is uh, i was actually speaking twice <laughs> so on day 1 mm. and also on day 2 i also live tweeted i also went on facebook live and also instagram so um my personal best for that client was 1376 uh, tweets and we reached wow. 31 wow. million people across the two days. Um, wow. For Andrew and Pete, wow. um, I um, created 1,276 tweets for their um, conference. We reached 28 million people and we trended on the same day as International Women's Day, um, wow. number one. Wow. I also did wow. uh, five Facebook Lives and um, about 20 Instagram stories as well. So, um So, yeah, but not all conferences need all of that. Uh, So I once did a virtual experience, which was uh, an event of uh, two hours. And Mm -hmm. so they wanted just Instagram. So I created, you know, lots of Instagram stories for that particular uh, client. And we interviewed the organizers before Mm -hmm. in order to get people to, you know, to, to buy their tickets. And, uh, and as a result of the, fo- the pre-FOMO that I generated, um, I think it um, we managed, I managed to uh, secure 25% of their ticket sales uh, with the campaign that we did on Instagram uh, and also helped to secure a sponsor for them as well. So the pre-FOMO and the live FOMO is really, really important. Yeah. Uh, and, and as Andrew and Pete will tell you, and which is why they keep hiring me for their conference, um, the best time to market your next event mm-hmm. is at this one's event. Uh, yes. What the marketing cycle uh, people have done mm-hmm. in the past, before social media came about, is they would work really, really hard up until the point of, you know, the day of the, uh, the event and uh, promote and try and get, you know, tickets sold. And then on the day of the event, it's almost like they breathe a sigh of relief and think, oh, thank goodness, that's over. Yeah. Mm. And then, they're you know, they're really, really knackered. And then, you know, a couple of months later, they'll then pick up the marketing again. And mm. they're absolutely missing out on a trick if they do not market uh, their event, yeah. At yeah. This, yeah. you know, at this event uh, for next yeah. year, because especially people are already there. If they, uh, yeah, but it's not... And then the great thing about it is it gets
0: people to think about, oh, I must get that on my diary, you know. Mm. Um, absolutely. Next year, you know, and so I'll definitely absolutely. be here. Yeah, because
1: yeah, yeah, I was at a conference. It's a captive audience as well, isn't it? Just, you know, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I was, yeah, at, I was at a con- conference there um, in October, and it was in the US, and they were, you're already in the door making, and they were going, are you going to, are you going to come to next year's where we're having a special discount, blah, 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 blah. And I was there going, no. oh, in the door. No, no, Do no. You know no. So it was just no no, no 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 no. That, that wasn't FOMO. <laughs> ah, that was like
2: no. What are we
1: own. That was called uh, an arm lock.
2: <laughs> you probably, you probably had a uh, JMO then, Emma. You probably said no thanks. Uh, yeah. I'll have a join this Yeah, thank you very much. No mo. <laughs> so yes, I mean. I... <laughs> Oh,
0: you don't. The only problem story, was it because... was uh, the the biggest laugh was you don't want to argue with uh, it's the funeral industry, so you don't want
2: to argue with them. Today. Yeah, wow. Will I be here this time next year? So there is definitely. Ooh there's definitely a right way of generating yeah. the right kind of buzz and excitement uh, yeah. and uh, and yeah, you don't want to put people in a headlock and say buy my ticket now or else <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, no they
2: weren't that no. pushy, but it was just so funny the way they were kept and I can think of it, am I at this
0: year's or next year's? Yeah Get with. them to come and talk to me yeah. I will, I will I'll get on to you, I'll talk to you later Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's just, you know, people, you know, are all kind of, oh, great. Yeah. Let's get there, get ourselves out there. Let's get the event motivated, moving and all the rest. But it comes down to where's your audience true. So what platforms do you say are best for getting people in the door?
2: Whichever your um, audience is on. Um, I have created FOMO for just Instagram, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, One of my clients just wanted LinkedIn posts. So that's what I did. I listened to the speakers and I created a LinkedIn post for every speaker. Um, and then there are conferences that want absolutely everything. So as I say, I've done, um, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, uh, and LinkedIn, uh, and going live on, um, YouTube as do you, well. Do you so, find with, um, I was going to say, do you find with the LinkedIn angle,
0: it would be more in line with anything that's related to like LinkedIn events, you know, um, do you think that's sort of, that's where they're leaning towards, or would you say Twitter would be still the king of platforms when it comes to events?
2: So um, the reason why Twitter is still the number one for events is that mm. uh, it's very public, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, you know, their API is open so that you can actually generate reports and see who has mm. been lurking on your stuff. You know, some uh, some tweets, you can see how much reach it has and this, that, yeah. and the other. With Instagram stories, it's very much contained within the person who, you know, whose, mm. um, whose um, event it is. And although Mm. you can search on the hashtag on Instagram, um, Mm. you can't search on the um, hashtags within the stories and they, you know, they disappear in 24 hours unless you save it as a highlight. Um, But you can, you know, um, search on the hashtags on Instagram posts Mm. Um, with LinkedIn. Mm. Um, with the algorithms changing recently, a lot of people do not want to create um, you know, more than one post a day because they just want to get as many eyeballs onto that post as possible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know they'll they'll stick to to one post a day. So you know the algorithms change over time, as you know. And uh, mm-hmm. that one client who wanted me to create a LinkedIn post for every speaker, and um, that was before the pandemic, so that's quite a, a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but every speaker were really really happy, uh, really really happy because then they shared it into their own communities, so it mm-hmm. kind of get split out into the um 12 speakers I think it was I created uh that day 12 LinkedIn mm-hmm. posts so um so yeah so just to go back to your uh, question although twitter mm. is um traditionally the, the place for um you know for events but there's no reason why you can't just create fomo within you know a community within a facebook group uh which is what i've mm. done before uh or as i say just within instagram or uh, just within mm. linkedin um but um although, you know, although I, I is know, my personal fave though
0: <laughs> yeah I would say the same too for events because you know what I mean you can go and see what's trending and whatever else but um although uh, a certain yes. Mr. Musk it seems to be making changes over the last wee while and who yes. knows will it I still know. be? A, will it still know. be the one for events I'm a bit worried you know um <laughs> what do you think Philip or you, do you think we should be worried
1: you know it's very hard to know like as we discussed with with Madeline Sklar, like Elon, mm. uh, seems to have ultimate power when it comes to Twitter, and can like, like, yeah. like. like uh, it's got, making, it looks like it's
0: going to be pay to play the way he's working at.
1: Yeah, well, like, uh, like as Madeline was telling us, uh, she was telling us, making that not happy you know, for a period of eighteen hours, mm-hmm. he single handedly turned off Twitter Spaces. Um, yeah, because he didn't. see found out that there was some journalists who were, uh, saying bad things about him and he didn't like it and they had managed to somehow get into Twitter spaces and Madeline runs, I think, three different Twitter spaces. Yeah, every she week does. Yeah. And she lost access. So. So that's quite interesting. You know, oh. If Elon doesn't like something, he seems to have sole power to say, turn it off. Um, mm. So I suppose it's, it's a good word of warning, I suppose, on social. And I think something that we all preach is, you know, be mindful not to build all of your community just on on the social channel because elon or a mark zuckerberg could say it's not working let's turn it off
0: they don't like Um, the let's get social show and we'll be gone (laughs) exactly yeah
1: um, (laughs) um like just a to-
2: that's um that's such a shame for Madeline um yeah I mean when I uh, run a uh, co- uh digital coffee um extra shot show that was on a Friday and it was on Twitter Spaces and I and I loved the functionality mm. of Twitter Spaces it was amazing way better yeah. than Clubhouse yes. um oh, yeah but uh, since Elon has been doing his his thing uh, Amanda and I have actually moved over to LinkedIn Audio um nice. so and then as you say Philip. You Don't want to put all of your eggs into the social media basket, so yeah. um, I will be hopefully that show and my FOMO Creator show, uh, will be uh, hosting it onto a, a podcast um uh, platform uh, very soon. So, uh, very Fantastic. excited about that. Oh, that's great.
1: Watch this space then, I suppose. Um, <laughs> like I've done, you know, not to the extent obviously of yourself making, I've done live tweeting. During a, a one-day business event, it is it is hectic. You know, yeah. it's either the phone is going or you're on the desktop. Like, with your excellent experience and I will see your expertise. What sort of tips do you tend to give businesses who maybe don't have the luxury to have someone of your skill of FOMO for their event, but tops it for maybe for live tweeting to create real engagement. Is there some kind of things or kind of That people should focus on?
2: They definitely need someone who's dedicated, you know, someone dedicated to do the Mm. live content creation, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram stories, Facebook, Mm. LinkedIn, you know, whatever Mm. platform it is. Do find someone dedicated. Um, Because if you don't, if you find your, uh, I don't know, your social media manager, for example, to, to do that, Chances are that person will be called away, especially if it's an in-person event. Mm. Chances are they'll be called away to do little admin bits and pieces, or um, you know, maybe a speaker's not happy and they have to go and schmooze them, or yeah. you know, lunch yeah. hasn't arrived, or you, you know, all, all manner of things. Yes. So if you do not have someone dedicated, um, you really you re- you really do need to do that. Um, yeah. that's the first tip. Um, this the second tip is um to Get your audience engaged and get them to, you know, get involved as well. Give them an incentive to get involved. So with many of the conferences and festivals um, that I have um, created FOMO for, you know, tell them about the hashtag. Give them a, you know, an incentive. You know, maybe they can win um Uh, You know, a whole host of prizes if they get Mm. involved in the hashtag, you know, what is your, you know, if it's a business event, you know, what is your key Mm. takeaway from the speakers and we'll put it into a drawer and, you know, but Mm. getting your um, attendees buzzed and excited and getting them to create content for, you know, on the socials, that's creating content for your lurkers. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll enable, you know, we'll get them buzzed and excited so that they, they will definitely buy your ticket for next year. So getting someone dedicated, using that hashtag um, and uh, and getting your attendees to get really buzzed and excited and involved in the hashtag as well. But you need yeah. to give them an incentive to do that. Otherwise, they won't do that at all. Yeah.
1: True.
0: Yeah,
1: it makes huge sense. Um,
2: a prize idea is a good idea because then people are
0: mm-hmm. all kind of, I'd love to win that.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Making, we could put Philip up a surprise, couldn't we? And, uh, you know, um, they get to spend a day with Philip. What, yeah, what
1: be a, it would it be a marvelous wants? prize. <laughs> it would be a marvelous prize. I could take you to my hair routine, skin moisturizer. <laughs> Teach you to cook the... Oh,
0: oven. maybe it's not a good <laughs> idea. Oh, well, anyway. Um, so apart from that, like, we all, yeah, the old mm. hashtag is centered to any kind of online event because mm. you need to... Bra- have a brand at one, you need to have one that no one else uses. Wouldn't I be right, making? Because you don't want to use one that could contradict what you're doing. You know, that way you have to go in and research um a hashtag for your event. Would I be right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I I often crack a joke that um, you know, with the Black Lives Matter, it was such a, you know, such a powerful, oh, yeah. powerful movement. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw the hashtag all Lives Matter, I was thought, yeah, damn right it is. And I was going to get involved in it, you know. And then I looked at the tweets associated with All Lives Matter, and it was from a right wing, far right group. So <laughs> can you imagine if I'd have said, Oh yeah, <laughs> all lives You're matter. In the You're out. Up- yeah, oh, so oh. you go and you double check. <laughs> so <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And also the way that your hashtag is written as well, you know, um, definitely check to see whether it reads well and not in the way that you read it, but, you know, check with someone else that it does read well. Otherwise Mm -hmm. you might have to catalyze each word just to make it distinctive. Um, because that there are, um, famous hashtags that do not read the way that we actually want them to read, you know, um,
1: it was Are the famous one, one, wasn't there? Was, uh, came with Susan like... Boyle, wasn't there? The Susan Boyle album. Oh,
2: yes, that's right. Yes.
1: And that came yes, across right. completely different.
2: Well, Philip. I forgot about that one. What I
1: forgot. I, I, we couldn't <laughs> put it on air, but it was uh, it, it was like... But <laughs> I catch my it was um oh
2: I wasn't going to a... mention that one but yes. Uh, yeah. oh she's flushing so that, again now. <laughs> that's
1: a fairly, that's a fairly famous one um definitely you can look that up yourselves yes. listeners online oh. um, so
0: what how would you how would you go about creating a hashtag strategy then um making then for an event so that really kind of just just tell people about it
2: <laughs> yeah just tell people about it um tell people how to write it um, mm-hmm. so you know we've mentioned Andrew and Pete a couple of times uh, they have a conference every year called Atomicon uh, yeah. and uh, and they do this at the start of their conference where they will tell people how to write it uh, yeah. just to make sure and they don't want you know different variations um, mm-hmm. of it so I would um, you know encourage people to use it make sure people write it in the correct way uh, tell all your speakers your sponsors your attendees uh, mm-hmm. when you're a com- you know um emailing your um uh, your uh, um newsletter uh, you know your database mm. list then um you know reminding them uh, mm-hmm. and on your stories the way that you uh, put on social media just keep telling people about it
0: and actually if you're having an annual event it's a good idea then to have the year at the end wouldn't it
2: yeah yeah, mm. absolutely, absolutely. Some conferences don't because they, you know, they, they don't mind that last year's mm. um um social media post run into this year's. Uh, but to make it distinctive uh, from last year, yeah, some people like to use the year. But of yeah. course, you need to let um your attendees know whether you're going to use twenty twenty three or just twenty three. You know that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I, w- I was at an event. and Philip
0: actually was um doing the social media, <laughs> I was going past good. <laughs> <laughs> the head was there. Like, Don't talk to me. <laughs> I haven't
1: got time to talk to him. Go away.
0: I'm heading down to have dinner, and he goes, "The hell did she get away with that?" I'm sitting up yeah, here. she's
1: off down at the <laughs> table having wine at dinner.
0: How you doing, Philip? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: me. Oh, oh, talk to the house. I said to dinner. <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah, no, I actually think that's one of the the most valuable pieces. Are um, to let people know about is definitely the hashtag and making sure they use the right one. Yeah. So,
1: like, based on your experience, making uh, just before we start to kind of wind to a close, do you, like you've made hashtags trend extremely well across multiple countries. Like from your experience, is a question that myself and Emer get asked a lot is, you know, is there an ideal hashtag length? Um, like, do you find that to try and keep it short, short and sweet. concise, <laughs> short and sweet? You know, um, <laughs> or it doesn't really matter, but that but that really needs to make it easy for people to remember, mm-hmm. so that they will go to the bother of typing it or putting it in. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, um, it does make sense to make it short and sweet. Um, There is that dilemma, though, of uh, whether you initialize it or whether Mm. you use, you know, the words. Um, Mm. So, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, um, I... I was speaking at a conference in Edinburgh earlier this year, Adventures in Marketing. Mm. And, and they were in that dilemma of whether to call it Adventures uh, 23 or AIM Adventures in Marketing 23. Uh mm. and in the end, they decided for AIM 23. And in fact, because it spells AIM, AIM23, yeah. it's quite it's quite mm, cool. It makes sense. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, but for some, um, you know, some conferences and events, you know, like TPG uh, twenty three might not sound as sexy <laughs> as AIM. Yeah. So th- there's that sort of a little bit of a, a dilemma. And then, of course, you know, with um, you know with Twitter, you do have the limitation of well, it, it's not really limiting. You can write quite a lot mm. in two hundred eight characters. Uh, but um, but yeah, there is no sweet spot of how long it should be. Um, mm. But we. Do do as i say it can peak interest if you have one that is h hz (laughs) 2 23 or whatever it is yeah yeah, um but will people think "Mm, what's this and click on it to find out more or will they be put off by a word that's not there so that that's the only slight dilemma but i mean as i say if if you make sure that everyone uses it, then hopefully it creates it will create so much buzz and excitement, uh, and people will read the tweet or read the Instagram uh, story or Facebook mm. post or whatever, uh, yes. and then click on the hashtag to find out more and see all the other posts. Um, so, don't be too bogged down with the length uh, or the name or the you know hashtag. Just be you know. Make sure you have someone dedicated to create that live content for you uh, and also give your attendees, speakers and uh, sponsors the incentive to get involved in that hashtag as well so that you can really create that buzz and excitement across the socials. There you very go. Lots well, more we, to come we, we, now.
1: <laughs> we have, we've nearly come to a close. I know. It was a, a very fast... emer you did say that I was going to
0: yeah this,
1: this show, show give me king a surprise and <laughs> here here is a one of the best jokes you're ever going to hear making uh this is a this will be one for your next conference uh so i'm going to lay this on you and hopefully mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it um what do you get when you cross an angry sheep with an angry cow
2: An English sheep with an angry cow. Uh,
1: an angry sheep. With I don't an angry, know, Philip. An angry... you get...
2: oh, I beg your pardon.
1: You get two animals in a bad mood.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, that's the worst one I've heard all year. Off you. Oh. Ready did you dig that one up? <laughs> and the award. Oh, the award. So the best dad Jake. <laughs> uh, oh, here. Love, love it, Philip. Wait, love Philip, it. go back to the ones you said about the Christian Hull show, you know? I think it was like oh, episode 43. Um, yeah. How do I know yeah. that?
1: <laughs> yes, because you're a statistician, Emer you know? So you're the stats girl. I remember
0: that was the, oh, he just kept bringing them out, you know, that way. And uh, Christian Hull nearly just fell off his chair. Like it was just like, he was like, where is he getting them from? And I went, I I do not know. Very funny. There you go. But anyway, as they say, uh, part one was fantastic. But I know part two is going to be even more fabulous. Yeah. You know.
1: So, so so making, thank you. It's been a fantastic first show. And to the listeners, if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again. On the podcast, which will be up on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the Dublin South FM website.
0: If video is your thing and you want to sort of ring our bell, we'll do. You if you hit the bell on our YouTube channel, then you will not miss part one or part two. And uh, as I say, you'll get notifications. Please subscribe, and um, because uh, come join us, and um, we will entertain you and keep you uh, motivated. And there'll be no. Fear of missing out, as they say. Exactly. Um, yeah, sorry, I had to throw that in. Um, so yeah, catch us on YouTube and you will be able to see us and hear us. And do leave a comment if you would like us to cover a topic or we can send the the message over to May King. Uh, to May King, where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on all the socials. <laughs> As a FOMO creator, uh, although I am on Twitter as making tea. That's M-A-Y-K-I-N-G-T-E-A. If you do want to catch out, um, catch more information on my website, you can do that too, which is on FOMOcreator.social. So there you go.
1: And, and before we go, you have a, you are launching a bit special, aren't you, making It's it like the FOMO hour, your FOMO surprise.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Yay! Yes, I've got a FOMO s- hour surprise. The
1: FOMO oh. hour surprise.
2: <laughs> oh, I uh, definitely miss that. It's a FOMO hour. <laughs> it's a FOMO <laughs> hour surprise because you don't get an hour, you get 90 minutes with me. How cool is that? So we will go oh. through. Um, who you are your business um yeah we will have a quick review of what you're currently doing on the socials and then we will uh give you um a full-blown strategy a fomo strategy on how to create buzz and excitement to help sell out your next event so uh do go and uh, have a look at that
1: check that out Yes, and The final thing to wrap up is if you do have any ideas for future shows, or you want to learn more about FOMO or any of the previous topics we have covered, drop us an email to inquiries at dublinsouthfm.ie.
0: And we'll see you for part two. Yes, we next will next week.
1: So thanks, thanks again, guys. King, and bye bye.
0: Bye bye.